Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach. And we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Welcome. I'm Brad Miller here with Jason Medford. And today we're going to talk about um, something that I think a lot of professionals um, that have this, you know, that may be listening, something that you're kind of thinking about is how you reconcile your job, your profession, being a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor, a scientist, an engineer, whatever it is, how to reconcile that and the idea that this is what you do for a living and making money with it with this idea your spiritual path being you know spirituality and maybe these um ideals that you like to have um you know how do you reconcile those things together um because it's not i mean i don't it's not necessarily readily apparent sometimes how you might do that they sort of seem like maybe they're diametrically opposed You've got this kind of greed is good mentality with with a lot of business and things, but you have this being in gratitude and helping others and, and things like that with spirituality. So how do you reconcile those two together? Yeah, which I think is I'm still going through that process as well, right? I mean, we, I think oh, it's think, a learning process. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I and I think we go through some of it probably our whole life because it, at different points in our life we're gonna feel like we need to do something different. But yeah, I think it's important that we that we talk about because I, I I see so much of the time when people kind of start down more of a spiritual path is a lot of people feel like, you know, one, making money is not right, which, okay, that's that's a myth, right? You can make a lot of money and still be very spiritual, right? Um you can do lots of different things to make money and still be spiritual. And that's fine because I kind of look at it of it's it's not necessarily what you do to make your money, but how you do it that is is one of the differences on on kind of the alignment. Because I see a lot of people that that maybe come into this and say, you know, hey, I'm doing this for my profession right now, but I'm spiritual. And what I want to do is just walk away and become a, a monk, right? And it's like, well, first off, you, you need to pay your bills somehow, right? And so there's nothing wrong with having a job or having a career. But can you maybe change the way that you're looking at it? Because again, I hear a lot of people that will say things like, well, I'm a lawyer, but that's not really aligned with me right now. And so what I what at least one of the points I want to make today is if if you're saying that, do a timeout. Do a timeout and say, why maybe don't you feel aligned? Because, you know, again, if if we've spent 20 years, I mean, for me, I've spent 30 years doing certain things in my career that I don't think I necessarily need to completely throw away, but how am I doing it or how am I looking at it? 
And so I'll, I'll just give an example, you know, because they're easy to pick on ambulance chasing attorneys, right? And again, this is not to offend anybody. Not me. It's <laughs> yeah, that's not, that. that's not where I you practice, that, but, but but we see billboards down here in LA all the time. I mean, like half the billboards are like, you know, injury attorneys. And well, it, let's just say that somebody's an injury attorney. Right. And if if your whole purpose for being that is like, yeah, I'm going to make a ton of money. I'm going to screw everybody. And, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to be so rich. Right. Well, if that's kind of your intention and that's why you became an injury attorney. And now you start to realize there's more to life. And you're becoming more spiritual. I can see how you would feel misaligned if that's your intention for why you're doing that, right? But could you change your intention, right? Without having to give up your profession completely. What if you could move from a, I just want to be rich and I'm going to screw everybody mentality. <laughs> okay. All the lawyers have just immediately have turned your, we've lost <laughs> all turned the lawyers off. that were listening to this. So, like I said, I, I, I only pick time. that because it's an oh. e it's an easy uh, easy target. Yeah. Okay, but but what if you switch? Because you know what, we need injury attorneys because people do get injured, and unfortunately, a lot of times the other side is not fair and reasonable, doesn't compensate people accordingly, and so those people need to be represented, right? They need the support of an attorney to help them. Um, and so can, can you switch your intention from maybe making lots of money to serving and helping those people? Can you switch your attention in whatever you're doing from it just being a job and a grind and making money to having fun doing it? or to seeing how you can serve other people by what you're doing, right? And so, so the reason I, I, I've got the whole idea of job career calling, and this was, you know, I'm a public speaker too. And so hang out with a lot of public speakers and listen to a lot of other people. And one of the, one of the guys that I know, Ed Robinson, shared this story um, in one of his speeches that I heard and kind of talked to him about it afterwards, but the difference between a job, a career and a calling, which is kind of interesting because, you know, as a speaker, I would spend, I've spent a lot of my life living in hotels. And a lot of times when we're in the hotels, we don't think about the people that are behind the scenes coming in and cleaning our rooms every day. Right. Cause we're off thinking about or have our attention on something else. The people that are cleaning our rooms, most of them, it's a job. They just show up and they're like, oh man, this guy made a mess today. I can't believe what a jerk, whatever, right? And they just have the job. Or there can be people who are like, hey, I'm a, I'm a cleaner in a hotel and I want to become the supervisor, right? So it's more like a career. A stepping they're, stone. They're working yeah. towards a stepping stone of something. But those first two, it's really more about the money. And I remember the reason Ed brought this up in, in a talk was there was... I can't even remember where he was staying, but there was whoever was cleaning his room was doing it as a calling instead of just as a job. So this woman 
was was serving the people who were staying in her hotel or in the in the rooms that she was cleaning and so she would do these these different little things like i think i think one time he had piles of stuff like all over the floor and so she came in and she brought in a table right it's like oh this guy's trying to you know coordinate everything brings in a table so he has more space for him to be able to organize all of his stuff right she was going above and beyond because she was doing it out of love or service to the people who were in the room who was who was staying in the room right and so imagine the difference in how you feel going to work if it's a job and you're just there for money and you hate your job versus can you change your intention can you change your view to seeing it as a way to serve or help other people. And to me, I think that's, that's one thing where, you know, it's like, don't just give up everything, right? It's like, but can you, can you change your intention on why and how you are doing what you're doing? So my buddy Drew is a personal injury attorney. <laughs> Shout out to Drew. <laughs> um, and he, so I know he, does very well financially. Um, at one point, he had multiple homes and drove a Tesla and all stuff. So, like, money is not a thing, but it's not his focus. So, for Drew, he rather than seeing, you know, dollar signs when it comes to a person's gotten injured. I know there are there are a lot of lawyers who see dollar signs. And when they come to, you know, when they got a client in front of them um, and other professionals the same way, it's not just lawyers, but, um, but for Drew, it's not about the money that he's making to help these people by, you know, providing them legal services. He's all about helping these people recover from this injury they've sustained. So, you know, his, his um, kind of the firm motto is come recover with us. And so everything that he does is all about how he can help his clients get back to where they were um, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, presumably spiritually for that matter. Um, you know, but how can they recover from this injury that they've sustained uh, in an accident of some sort? You know, and and so he designs his practice, designed his practice around that now. It's been a couple of years since I was in his practice because of all the, you know, pandemic related stuff and things like that. But um, so his office, he so he's got um, before Zoom was a cool thing that we all did and everything else. He had video conferencing set up in his office so that he would not have to have his clients who were injured. Maybe they are in a wheelchair or maybe they have problem moving mobility issues. They wouldn't have to actually come into his office to speak with him. You know, he would jump on a video call with them and he would talk to them from their home. Maybe they're in the hospital or someplace else, you know, and, and wouldn't have to come downtown and, and deal with them that way. Um, you know, he tries to get them connected with um, other professionals that can help therapists, um, you know, people who do physical therapy or um, psychologists, psychiatrists, people like that, they can help them recover emotionally, mentally from their accident as well. And so, yeah, he makes a good living doing what he's doing. 
you know, he makes money doing it, but that's not the reason why he does it. He does it because he wants to help these people get better. And that's, I think goes to that point that you're talking about that, you know, he in his own way is spiritual about that. You know, he's not looking at it as the money thing. He's looking at, at how am I helping others? And by doing that, I think it's so much easier now to reconcile these other things like sitting in silence, having gratitude, you know, when you are going from an intention of service already. Yeah. And I think that's where, because a lot of people, you know, again, as they start the path, they start saying things like, I don't feel aligned. Right. And again, it's, it's not necessarily what, what you're doing to make a living. Right. It's, it's how you're doing it. It's your intention behind it. And so, so yeah, if you're trying to become more spiritual, more loving, more serving, more, you know, whatever, but you're spending your whole day in your job or vocation, you know, thinking about greed and some of these other things, you're going to feel misaligned, right? Because, because the majority of your day, you're focused on greed and anger and fear or whatever it happens to be. And then you're spending a few minutes each day trying to love everybody. Right? <laughs> it's like uh, rainbows of puppies. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. Rainbows let's kill the puppies and let's yeah. get money for Yeah. You know, or it's like the people that go to church, you know, they go, they go to church, they spend an hour, you know, praise Jesus or whatever. And then they go out in the parking lot and they're yelling and flipping off everybody out of the parking lot. Right. It's like, which one of those is going to win? You know, and especially if, if more of your life is focused on those other areas. So, so yeah, I like that because, you know, how do we reconcile what we do to make money with our spirituality? Well, I think, it, again, a lot of it can go back to the intention and how we're doing it. Like you said, your friend Drew, he makes money and there's no, absolutely nothing wrong with making money. Right. Right. But his his intention or his primary intention is not necessarily to make the money, but to help people recover. To serve them, to be the advocate for them, to help get them what they deserve or what is fair for them so that they can heal right and so we can do the same thing right and 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 even you know how we're approaching it right instead of trying to screw somebody over right well is there a way that i can do this more with love and fairness instead of just trying to screw somebody over right because if you're screwing people over in your job it's going to hinder your spiritual growth Yeah, what, right. what you put out there comes back to you. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that everybody has to quit their job either. But, you know, what are some ways maybe as you think about what you're doing for a living, what are some ways that you can do what you're doing in a different way that's more aligned with who you are, that's more aligned with your personality, right? That's more aligned with, uh, you know, your emotional state. That's more aligned with kind of an eternal view. That's aligned more with being a spiritual or loving or kind person as well, right? 
And again, it doesn't mean that you're trying to, you know, let people take advantage of you or do everything for free uh, because people should pay for services. And that goes back to the discussion we had with Aini before, Yep. you know, there has to be an exchange of energy and sometimes money is part of that energy that you're exchanging. Um, but you know, how, how, how can you do whatever you're doing to make money? How can you make that more aligned with who you really are and the spiritual person that you really are? And there's probably ways, I mean, again, for everybody, it can, it can be slightly different, um, on how, on how it looks, but, um, Anyway, you just thought that was an important thing for us to kind of start to talk about or start to have the discussion around, because I think a lot of people find themselves in that situation. Yeah. And it's not something where you have to say, well, I guess I can't be a lawyer anymore because, you know, this totally is goes against what what I'm trying to do here with the spirituality side. Um, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Um, you know, you've you went to law school, you spent you know, four years in college before that. I mean, you've got seven plus years of education, uh, of higher education that you went to do this. Does it miss now that you've decided that you want to be, you know, that, that, that you want to be more spiritual does not mean that you need to throw all that all away. You know, you don't need to go, you know, jump into the hippie commune and, you know, throw off all your clothes, give away all your money to charities and that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine, but that's not a requirement. Of, of being a spiritual person you can be very um you know well dressed you can have nice things cars houses boats lots of money all that stuff is great and you can still do that and still be a spiritual person um you know you just you know you're using that wealth to to help you serve and to do things like that um and so it's it's something the idea of throwing the baby out with the bathwater you know you don't have to to get rid of your vocation, your profession, you know, your career, just because what you're doing today doesn't seem like it quite aligns with where you ultimately think that you want to be going and are trying to go that path you're trying to follow down. But I'm sure that, you know, everybody can think about probably some different ways to make it more aligned. Because another, another one that I see a lot of times, and again, this is regardless of what we're doing is we're all kind of our own artists we're all you know brad is different than me we're similar in some ways but we're also different in other ways right so so i don't need to pretend to be brad he doesn't need to pretend to be me right we each have our own way of doing it and that's again what we've tried to say is we're not we're not here to tell anybody what to do or necessarily how to do it either. But just give our experience and then allow everybody to kind of figure out what works for them, right? Just so that we're not just copying other people or doing things um, because somebody that we that we admire is doing it in a certain way, right? Um, but how can we do things with more love? with more kindness, with more discipline, you know, with, with seeing the other person as not only just a human being, but as a, as a cosmic or, 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 or whatever, you know, light being that you want to, that you want to refer to, 
you know, because like for me, I see Brad, I love Brad, you know, 3D Brad, I love Brad, but I also see Brad as more than just his body, right? I'm much more than just my body. You are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a nice one, but there's more than just that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not know, just a pretty face. Yeah. And so, so again, as I'm interacting, as I'm friends with Brad, I'm seeing more than just in this 3D world that we're living in, right? I, I see the being behind the body, right? And I'm, and, and I love him and want to do things to help him, right? And we can do that in our work as well, right? Is that as we start to see the other people as connected to us, as we can see the being inside or behind the body, it starts to change our perspective on how we start to interact with other people as well, right? And, and I think that's, you know, the, and, and that's why, again, I think the more that we can bring this into, and again, the practices might look different, right, on, on how different people might, might do things. But, you know, and like we said, this applies to any profession, right? I mean, one of my friends is, is a doctor. And, you know, a lot of doctors don't have very good bedside manner, or they're just seeing people as transactions, and they're trying to get through and see people as quick as they can, right? Where my friend actually takes a little bit of extra time to see the person, to spend that extra minute or two actually listening to them and giving advice you know, that would be in that person's highest and best interests as far as they can tell, right? There, there's a difference. There's a big difference in, in the how, right? Those two different people are approaching it. There's a difference in how your friend Drew approaches personal injury law versus all the people that I see on the billboards down here, right? Um. And, and that's where, again, and for each person, finding out how, how that works for you or what it is will help you feel more aligned. And the more aligned that you are, right, the more successful you will be in every different aspect. The happier you will be, the more at peace you will be, right? You won't wake up in the morning and go, oh, my gosh, I got to go to work today, right? Because... Yeah. And I've done that too. Even, even still, I mean, some days I wake up and I'm like, ah, and then I have to remind myself, right. Why I am doing it. Right. And, and switch that instead of, oh, I have to go to work, man, what an amazing day that I have for the opportunity to go and serve people. What an amazing day that I get to show up and spend some time with Brad today and make these podcasts for people that I don't even know, right? And there's mean, at most, least two or three out there. There's I'm two or three of them that are out this. there that are listing. But so you know, you, but so you guys, we appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> this is for you. But again, it's it's a way for me to serve, right? And and thinking about again whether I know these people or not. That hopefully, as people are listening, that they're getting value from it, and it's helping them in their day, right? And so you just, the more we can start to switch that perspective, 
and 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 also to put into it right the right kind of energy as well right so if you're if you're writing an email as an example right Ugh, i have to write this email Ugh. well what's your intention behind writing the email i'm writing the email because i have to write the email because i have to do it because i have to do it right or do you switch that perspective and say I get to write an email today to people and help provide them hope for the day. So I'm going to write a message, right? That I intend to provide more hope to people who actually read it or to provide some knowledge that I have for those who want to hear it, right? Because again, in my business, we write lots of emails, right? And so, you know, again, sometimes it's what's my intention. And if I write an email with my intention is to make a shit ton of money and get and, and manipulate people into buying my stuff, well, I'm infusing that energy into the email. Now, I still want people to buy my things so I can pay pay to live, but what a different energy it is to write an email wanting to manipulate or convince people and get people to give me money versus having the energy of, hey, here's an opportunity that I want to share with people that I know will make their life better. And my intention is to reach those people who are ready and need my help right now. Two totally different energies going into the email, two totally different ways, right? That I would that I would word the emails as well. And again, I mean, for a long time I've been taught how to use all these manipulative tactics and everything else. And I've been trying to do that for a long time because that's what I was taught to do mm-hmm. and how Persuasion you have to do it and, and how you have to do it to be successful. But but part of it always felt a little icky to me. And so now I've 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 been tuning and trying to make it more aligned to myself to where I want to share a message. I want to let people know that an opportunity exists. Right. And I'm doing that again, not to take anybody's money, but to provide or share the opportunities so those people who are ready and need and want that, that they have the option at that point to choose what they want to do. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, I kind of grinned a couple minutes ago because you, the energy route was something that was coming to me as you were talking about, about that, how it's just a totally different energy that you're putting behind it. And when you are doing the work for the money, that's a completely different energy behind that than I'm doing the work to serve. I'm doing the work to help people. I'm doing the work to bring peace of mind, uh, you know, hope, whatever, totally different energy. And I think that's how you can reconcile your profession, your career with your spirituality is through that energy that you're putting behind it. You know, putting that energy of goodwill, of hope, of helping people behind what you're doing. Um, because like you said, once when you do that, the money's gonna come. 
Like it's just that's just a natural thing. It just flows from the energy. But well, and people because people can feel the energy that you're putting out there, mm-hmm. uh, and you can feel it too, right? And so again, you may not realize it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not realize it. They may not consciously realize it, mm-hmm. but but they can tell the difference, right? And 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 even just like I mean, I get. I get so many emails and social media messages every single day from people trying to sell me stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can tell when it's just a copy paste and they're just, they're just inserting and they, they haven't actually looked at my website or they haven't actually listened to a podcast, but it'll always start off. Oh, I saw your website and it looks so wonderful, but Hey, can we come and change everything for you? Right. SEO. Yeah. SEO. Here we go. Uh, there's a, there's a very different energy in that versus actually having a real conversation with people. Right. And again, I'm not saying, I mean, my team sends outbound messages on social media, but it's, but it's more, you know, they send out the message, but if people respond back, it's me who's responding. Right. We're just sending out a message to see if people are interested in talking. And if they are, then I talk with them. But I'm having as as close to a you know real exchange between two people as I can, right? And so I'm tailoring, I'm seeing the person on the other side, and I'm and I'm infusing that good energy because again, I'm not looking at that person as a sale. I'm looking at that person of what is it that they need help with. And yes, if what they need help with is something that I can offer them, then I offer sure. that to them, yeah. right? I mean, that's part of it. But but if, if what I have is not what they need, I'm not going to try to manipulate them to buy something they don't need either, right? And so again, it's <clears throat> the energy that we're infusing into it uh, you know, is, is an important part. And that's where, again, you can feel more of the alignment. So I feel more aligned the last, you know, few months of how we've kind of changed how we're doing our communication methods, um, to be more in alignment with who I am as a person and the path that I happen to be on as well. And so, you know, again, I think everybody can do that too. And, and for everybody, the answer is going to be a little bit different, you know, but you can reconcile having a job or a profession with still being spiritual. It's just more about how you're doing it and the energy and intention behind the what it is that you're doing. So if we had to boil this episode down, I say that it would be... Um, you don't have to take a vow of poverty and give up all your stuff. You can still uh, make a lot of money and be spiritual at the same time. Exactly. And then if you're not feeling aligned, just start making some little things along the way, little course corrections along the way. Um, Cause yeah, we still need doctors. We still need lawyers. We still need CPAs. We still need engineers, right? These are all all things that we need, but I think too, how much better the world can be if there's that better energy behind 
all of the things that we're doing. True that. True that. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll be weaving and talking about a lot of these things again in more detail too. But I know, like I said, it's um, I think it was an important thing to talk about because I, I think, like you said, a lot of times people give up or try to move on and think that they can't do some of the things that they were currently doing anymore. Uh, but you can, you can. Well, hopefully you guys um, listening, I mean, hopefully this, this kind of hits you. Um, I, I know it's something that I've kind of thought about as I started to go along this path. Um, you know, I don't think that my practice was ever, you know, where I would say not aligned necessarily, um, you know, you know, I always tried to imbue myself into it, my personality, the, the purpose of helping others in there. But I do know that when you start, at least when I started kind of going down or a spiritual path, I did notice some things that didn't quite feel right. And so it's not that I needed to totally scrap the whole thing. You know, I'm not going to be a lawyer anymore. I can't do this. It's just making some little bit of changes and tweaks here and there. Um, and I know one 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 the kind of metaphor that we're going to be using a lot because it applies a lot of places is the idea of tuning in like a radio or something. Um, and so it's just kind of tuning in my practice to what uh, feels right. And what to me seems like the, the, the right way to align with what I'm trying to accomplish. So yeah, very important message today. Important message and something that we can all do. But, you know, again, we can't tell you how to do it. You need to go sit in silence, right? And start to kind of think about what some of these different things could be for you. Uh, but the more you do, the more that you're in alignment, the better everything is in your life. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Make sure to share this with everybody that you like, too. And those you don't like. Share with and even those, those you don't like because you're sharing it from a place of love. <laughs> exactly. See you guys. I love it. See you later.